This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I had Mark Andrews at number one. You can't blame me. Okay, Travis Kelsey no. is uh, is is on by this week. Okay, him and Patrick Mahomes and Juju, they're playing Call of Duty this week, right? Like Call of Duty <laughs> came out and, and Patrick Mahomes said, hey, man, that's what we're doing. Juju said that, hey, like the reason why we've been, you know, performing over the last couple of weeks on the field is because we had, we have serious camaraderie on Call of Duty, and now Modern Warfare came out, and now they're going to do their thing on Modern Warfare this week. Expect them to come out of the bye ready after being teammates off the field, uh, you know, within, you know, on 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 Modern Warfare and and on what is it called? What's the is it Warzone? Warzone, the Battle Royale, yeah, on, on yeah. Warzone, exactly, Battle Royale, exactly. So, you know, I digress. But Mark Andrews, you know, that didn't work out so well. You know, he can't like he had the injury coming in. He got, he got another injury coming out. So not great for him. But Zach Ertz at number two in a good matchup against Minnesota. They've given up the six most fantasy points to tight ends this year. Dallas Goddard would normally be ahead of Ertz for me, but his matchup is a little tough against Pittsburgh. But, you know, still starting him, obviously. Yeah. What do you think of George Kittle, man? I have him here at four. He's looking a lot more like himself lately, right? And with Debo yeah. out, he might see some extra targets. The Rams have been a little bit tough against tight end, against tight ends for the most part. But what have you seen from Georgia Kittle, and are you encouraged? I'm 100% encouraged because what we were seeing at the beginning of the season from George Kittle, um, obviously he missed a couple games already, but what we saw in those games where he came back was not good fantasy production. He looked like just another tight end, you know, just in this pool of tight ends where people are just streaming him, dropping him, picking him up. That's what it looked like. Now George Kittle separating himself, and I think I'm, you know, warming up to the idea that he's going to be back in this upper echelon, and by upper, upper echelon, I mean the top five, you know, the five startable tight ends. I think he's going to find a home there. Um, I, I would think be we have another one, though. I think we have more. All right. I think we have more. Right, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, it's fine. I, I'm interested <laughs> to say that it is. But, you know, he, right now we have him on the lower end of that five startable tight ends. I wouldn't be surprised if he climbs, you know, all the way up to three or you know, yeah. even, even up with Travis Kelsey. I think that's, you know, within um, his range of outcomes because we've seen – you know, he's he's done it before with Jimmy Garoppolo, at quarterback, and the offense looks very similar. Um, not much has changed for him. I, I think he'll get back to being a star tight end, you know, like we're used yeah. to. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. He, he's he's a joy to watch. And he's yeah. one of the most likable players in the league. I want him to I want him to do well. Um, yeah. I have Tyler Higby here at number five. Um, the last time he went up against San Francisco, uh, he how many targets did he get? He had 14 targets the last time he went up against San Francisco. I don't yeah. know if he's gonna get the same thing this week, but you know, he's been one of he's been a guy who's been getting a ton of targets. Uh, before the bye, he was a little bit banged up, so he didn't get his full workload, but he's been practicing in full this week. He should be just fine. Pat Frymuth, he came back, and if you remember, he was a guy that we talked about that you could potentially buy low on while he was banged up. 
uh, you know, with that concussion, if he needed a tight end. And he came through last week, nine targets, eight catches, 75 yards. And I think he could potentially be one of those guys who you're starting every single week. And he was that guy, you know, early on in the season, but he got a little bit banged up. He had the concussion. It wasn't great. And then the court, all the quarterback issues that, that was going on. But now that they have some stability, now that Kenny Pickett is targeting Frymouth, and that second half, when, when Kenny Pickett first came in, he was targeting Frymouth at a pretty high rate. So yeah. another another little piece of that sample size there. Um, so Frymouth is somebody that you know could enter this like conversation of an every week tight end. So if you add Travis Kelsey into this mix here, he's on by right now. We have seven tight ends, Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, Goddard, Kittle, Higby, Frymouth, who you're starting every single week. I'm yeah. leaving TJ Hawkinson out of that right now, okay? Because, like, he's been super up and down. He had that one big game, and that's really about it. His his production otherwise has really been one of a streaming tight end, yeah. right? And that one game was, like, without all of his weapons in that dream matchup against the Seahawks, right? Yeah. Then you have Darren Waller, who I have at eight here, Right, it seems like he's playing this week, but who knows? Got in a limited practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that like, can you trust him? Like, obviously, if he's playing, you're probably playing him because you drafted him to be your main tight end. But mm-hmm. it's been really iffy with Darren Waller as well this year. Yeah, I think the problem for Darren Waller is Devonte Adams, and you know, yeah, and Mac Hollins. You know that one game. <laughs> the problem. Listen, the Mike Collins is continuing to be a nuisance, to be honest. Oh yeah. Well, to both Devonta Adams and Darren Waller. But the other, yeah. other thing, you know, especially these past three weeks, that's capping all the Raiders receivers, regardless of whether you're a receiver or a tight end, is Josh Jacobs. You know, just going bananas. You know, they're obviously they're running the offense through him. He's getting majority of the touches. You know, if you're not scoring touchdowns in this offense, what are you doing? You know, you're not producing enough to be fantasy relevant at this point because unless you score a touchdown through the air you know darren waller or Devonte adams not that Devonte adams won't produce anyway but the touchdowns are now funneling to josh jacobs so the touchdown distribute distribution to get across all the players in this offense is much tighter so unless you're scoring you're probably not doing very well darren waller has he scored a touchdown yet this year he scored one i think that was pretty early in the year no so he, he hasn't been available either. It's not helping him. So it's going to prevent him from having enjoying continuity in the offense, you know, finding a role. He's not going to be able to dig in and get a nice, you know, role in the offense. I, I think that the days of trusting Darren Waller at tight end are over, at least for me. Oh, man. That's tough. Taysom Hill, I have him here at number nine just because, like, he's a shot at, at uh, upside, right? Like, yeah. and by the way, if the Saints do end up trading Alvin Kamara, you, you have to think that Taysom Hill might be more involved if that does happen. So just, oh, yeah. just keep that in mind. With Taysom Hill, I just think it's funny. I just want to note this, you know, you know, with Alvin Kamara being out. Every time they take Alvin Kamara off the field and then they put Taysom Hill at quarterback, like it's QB power. That's the play. And he still runs, he just blows past guys on defense. Like they're not even expecting it. Like <laughs> it makes no sense to me. They're telegraphing it. It's like, okay, Taysom Hill's at quarterback and he's the only guy in the backfield. I wonder if they're gonna run it to him. Like, of course they're gonna run it to him, and they still don't defend him. You know, Taysom Hill, if you're if you're lucky enough, say you had you know, somebody like Darren Waller, you drafted Darren Waller and you were expecting him to be the producer for you. I- I'm starting Taysom Hill over da- Darren Waller at this point. I hear that. Just yeah, because I was going to ask you that question because it seemed like you were done with Darren Waller. So I feel like at this point yeah. you're starting Taysom Hill. E- even over TJ Hawkinson, you know, like I know we have him ranked a little bit higher. You know, obviously yeah. their volume in the passing game might be more, but Taysom Hill, you know, he has, he's like I said, the Gabe Davis at tight ends. So it's, Ooh. <laughs> it's 
either you're all the way down at like no production whatsoever, or you're scoring four total touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Taysom Hill, he's that kind of player where if you're not, if you don't have your hands in one of those top guys that we mentioned, you know, I have no problem starting Taysom Hill each week. All right. I, li- I like it. I like it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, Robert's Hunyan at 10. We have Dalton Schultz at 11. Uh, Irv Smith, is it just me, Zach? Or is like every time Dalton Schultz makes a catch, like he needs help? Like to get up, getting up. Oh no, it's not just you. And this is the thing. And this is going to be the Cowboys fan in me coming out. But he has reduced himself. He's been reduced to the Jason Witten role. If you remember watching Jason Witten play, it's literally just <laughs> catch it and sit down. Like he doesn't. He doesn't have any after the catch ability anymore. It's gone. That's that's it's it's crazy, man. Because like he needs help to get up. Like it's cra- like every time he needs help to get, I would assume that he's going off the field, but he just goes right back into the huddle. Yeah, like what is <laughs> he, he hobbles away, and he's instead of it looks like he's going towards the sideline, and then Dak's like, "Hey, you're not done. Get back in right. here." He comes back seriously. In. That's literally how it went last week. He's like, "You're gonna go turn like, around, do an eight yard curl." <laughs> <laughs> he still passes to him. See, well, meanwhile, CD Lamb is like running crisp routes and can't get the ball. All right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Irv Smith in a great matchup against Arizona. Uh, I have him here. Feel free to start Irv Smith over any of the like the past like three or four tight ends we just mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. Juwan Johnson scored two touchdowns against. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Juwan Johnson scored two touchdowns against Arizona last week, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. feel free to take advantage of that sweet sweet matchup. Uh, Evan Ingram, I have him at thirteen. He's been pretty solid. Has a, had a solid floor over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Hayden Hurst at fourteen, followed by Greg Dulcich, Dulcich, Dul- Dulcich. I think. Yeah. Um, is it Dolkic or Dolcich? I think it's Dolcich. Yeah. I think it's Dolcich too. That rolls off the tongue a little bit better. D- Dolcich. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue well at all. It, like it doesn't. Even I guess matter it's how true. You say it. Is that is it like? <laughs> do you ever look at fantasy players and think, can that be a household name? Is this somebody that we're going to be? Dolcich. You know, I, I, yeah. I used to say Dolcich, but it's not yeah. Dolcich. Right. Dolcich. Yeah, but right. like I've looked at players. I'm like, is this is this going to be a household name? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know? think so. No, no matter how good he is. No one's yeah. going to want to say his name. Mm-hmm. I had Kate Otten at 16. Um, the, I guess that works out. Um, <laughs> Taysom Hill showed up at number 17 again. Yeah. Oh, man. He's showing up everywhere. I love it. Uh, yeah, no, that's supposed to be Jawan Johnson. That's supposed to be Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson yeah. at number 17. Kyle Pitts at 18. And yes, I'm playing all these guys over Kyle Pitts. I have at this number point, you have to. At this okay. point, yeah. Dawson Knox is where I draw the line. I have him at 19. <laughs> <laughs> and then Harrison Bryant will be taking over for David Njoku's role. Uh, I have him at 20. Feel free to start Harrison Bryant over Kyle Pitts also. The thing about honest. Kyle Pitts is suddenly he's touchdown dependent on an offense that doesn't throw touchdowns. You know, it's like, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Pretty like, much. His fall it's has been unceremonious. Time. He's about to fall out of the top 20. You know, he better get something going. Otherwise, he's going to be falling out. The funny thing that I keep you know, looking at with these, and we say you could start. Be free. Feel free to start Irv Smith over any of the three titles we just mentioned. 
Feel free to start Harrison Bryant over Kyle Pitts. All of these rankings outside the top six or seven, it's just fluid. You know, so fluid. it's the top six or seven and then streamers. You might as well yeah. have like week eight tight end rankings that goes to seven and then just a streamers. <laughs> that's all. all right, that's what, officially, that's what we're going to do next week. Yeah, we're going to have the t- we're going to have a top 10. And then we're going to have then the second slide is just going to be like a handful of streamers that we like for that week. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea, Zach. That's, that's what it's becoming at this point. Um, if I were you guys, if you're in a dynasty league, I would just grab as many shares of Kyle Pitts as possible right now. Like yeah. you cannot buy anybody lower in dynasty. I'm not worried about Kyle Pitts at all. Like I, like I am for this season in redraft. Chances are Arthur Smith might not be coaching. Who knows? I mean, they're, they're doing all right this year, but like mm-hmm. if you're not going to pass the ball when you're down by like three touchdowns, there's a problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't I don't matter think Marcus well Mariota is a problem. I don't think Marcus Mariota is. A problem. Yeah, and he probably won't be the quarterback next year either. So yeah, I think you know buy Kyle Pitts and Dynasty as much as you can, as many shares yeah. as you can. Just do it, and he, his price will never be lower. And as good as the Falcons have looked, you know, this season, you know, this is like they're overperforming. Remember yes. that this was supposed to be you know bottom of the barrel type team, and I think they've surprised a lot of people the way they've been playing. They've been much more consistent, I think. Than we thought they would be, but you know, even though it looks like you know maybe Arthur Smith will get more time coaching, you know, right. Atlanta. Maybe Marcus Mario will be there. No, there's going to be plenty of turnover after the season. I mean, you I know, think so. are the are the Falcons are the Falcons the um are they leading the division right now? Like it's a ter- it, it, terrifically bad division down there right now. I think they said that they're either tied or they have the lead. So. You can only hope that a playoff berth doesn't happen by accident, you know. <laughs> but I think that at, like, at that point, you know, I, I think everyone around the league understands that, you know, that Falcons aren't as good as maybe they're standing within their division is. There's only one way to end a podcast, and that's by talking about Kyle Pitts as being ranked as the tight end 18 on the week. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Um, love talking to you guys. Thank you, everyone who joined live. Thanks to everyone who listened to the podcast again. If you can rate and review the podcast, more importantly, if you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, that would mean the world to us. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys on Monday with the Week 8 review. Enjoy football. Good luck in your leagues this week. See you later. Bye-bye.